0: Welcome to the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. My name is Chris Haymeyer. Thank you so much for being here in person. And thank you for those of you that are tuning in on GoCamels.com and the Varsity Sports app. And thank you for those of you that are listening to us on the Camel Call podcast, which is a recorded version of this show that drops every Tuesday at noon on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Your Fighting Camel football team is 1-0 on the season after a convincing 29-10 win over the Citadel on Thursday night. Plus, C.J. Tillman is the Big South Conference Defensive Player of the Week. Plus, Caleb Dowden is the Conference Special Teams Player of the Week. Plus, Campbell ranked 25th in the nation in the FCS Radio Top 25 poll. And we're going to talk all about that. We've got Campbell head coach Mike Minner, first-year offensive coordinator Anthony Whedon, and coming up in the second half hour of the show, QB1 Haj Malik Williams will be here. And the man who protects his blind side, left tackle, Mike Edwards. We will start with the head man himself, Mike Menner Coach, those are pretty good accolades after week number one. What was your thoughts about Thursday night's win? Well,
1: you know, Citadel's a great football team. I, I thought they, they really tried and tested our toughness because of the style of play. And um, I thought our guys, you know, demonstrated um, that that we could be a physical, tough football team. Um, I I really thought the defense played really well in the second half to be able to make some adjustments and hold them to 35 yards rushing. Um, I mean, in the second half, that's unbelievable when you look at that. Um, We had a couple turnovers in the second half, and so the defense really showed up in that second half, and, and I, I really thought the offense had a great start. And um, to be able to have that two-minute drive right before the half and um, score three points, and so we up 17-3 to three going into halftime, that's, that's huge. And then the defense was able to come out and stop them, and then the offense went down and got some more points. And, and um, you know, that's really what winning football looked like.
0: You know, we'll talk a lot about that offense to the man sitting uh, to your left as your offensive coordinator is here. But let's focus on on the defense right now. Uh, you mentioned it a little bit, but 111 yards of, of of total offense, that was on the Citadel's first two drives. For the rest of the game, they only were able to gather 111 more. That's over the last three quarters, too a team that is in the top 10 in FCS in rushing every single year. Incredible that you held them for that. Yes. What changed defensively?
1: Well, you know, Coach Adams and and Coach Howard and Coach Harris and Coach Miller got together and kind of made a little tweak um, there to, you know, get us more numbers to the triple option to that side that they was running to. And um, we had to get used to the style because they can't cut no more. And so now they had to do more crack blocking more than cut blocking. And uh, we had to get used to that. And, and I thought the coaches did a heck of a job making adjustments and getting our guys in position to be able to make plays. And we got a lot of athletes on defense and, and, um, and they was able to capitalize on that positioning that the coaches got them in the second half and, and really dominated the line of scrimmage. I thought that we got stronger as the game went on, if you look at that first drive, they was kind of pushing us back, and by the third quarter, we was controlling the line of scrimmage, and that's how you stop the run. You gotta control the line of scrimmage with the big boys up front, and we was able to do that, which freed up, you know, C.J. Tillman to run around and hit people the way he was hitting people, and then it frees up the secondary to get interceptions when they throw the ball up in the air. So. Really, really proud of what the um, defensive coaches did to make all those adjustments.
0: Well, and the adjustments in their very first time as the co-defensive coordinators. Coach Howard, he was on the show last week. Coach Adams, we will have him coming up. So how did that work? Because that's something that you have talked to me about on the show, off the show, in the locker room, outside the locker room. You're like, we have to make adjustments on the fly. That's exactly what you did. How did that work with the the co-defensive coordinators and you?
1: Well, I think it's really about communication. So, Chris, you got to be able to communicate at a high level. But you practice that communication throughout the summer. You practice it throughout the training camp. And then, of course, throughout the week of preparation. And um, I think, you know, you, I mean, Reggie Howard played in the Super Bowl. So, his, his ability to make changes on the fly, is, it's really that's what he's built to do. And um, and then Coach Adams being able to get that information and then use the information. It's one thing to hear. It's another thing to be able to use it. And he did a heck of a job doing that part. And so the communication was happening um, on the sideline from Coach Harris to, to Coach Adams, from Coach Miller to Coach Adams, um, Coach Howard to Coach Adams. And he was able to decipher that and then come up with a game plan to be able to call each series and and that's really being the coordinator when you call calling it on game day you, you got a lot of bullets flying and and, and my man to the left coach Whedon um, he, he's going to be able to tell you how hard that is that's <laughs> that's a very difficult thing to do and, and these guys make it look so easy
0: coach something else that I noticed that we've been talking about as well look this is your 10th year here in the program but it's only your fifth year as a scholarship program this is now the only time in your ten years since you've been here that everybody that you put out there on the field ha- has been recruited during the scholarship era. What I noticed was you weren't just kind of subbing in one guy here and two guys there. Every series, it, it seemed like, or every other series, you were bringing in a whole new defensive line. You were bringing in new guys in the secondary, new guys at linebacker, and you weren't dropping off. Talk about the depth you have on your team now.
1: Uh, well, you, you know, Chris, you hit it on a on the head it's it's really being able to recruit for four years and building that depth and now you got 63 scholarships out there and and so you're going to have guys that that can back up and come in and there's no drop off and I, i i really give this to the leadership of the football team because these guys are really helped and developed these young guys too and to becoming players that we can put on the football field we got talent we two deep everywhere. Some places we three deep. And, um, and so the, the, biggest, the biggest thing with us as coaches is that we're going to have to play these guys because it's a long <laughs> season. And so it's really good to be able to, you know, have that type of depth at, that, um, at all our positions right now. And that's, what's the, that's the difference between, you know, winning against a Citadel and being in a game <laughs> with a Citadel and losing at the end. That's the difference.
0: C.J. Tillman, you, you knew what you had in him. He was a freshman All-American last year, now a sophomore. Boy, did he live up to expectations. He got even better. 11 tackles, nine were solo. He had a forced fumble. It seemed like he was, boy, he was knocking people over and backwards uh, every time we saw him on there. He is the Big South Conference Defensive Player of the Week. Talk about Tillman's play.
1: Well, Tillman is, the, you know, the heartbeat of our defense. He's in the middle. He's the middle linebacker, and he's the one that make it go. And um, he played with so much speed and intensity. He was getting there, and he wasn't just making tackles. Man, he was, like, destroying people when he got there, right? He was making you pay. Oh, my goodness. And and so when you look at that, um, you look at a guy that, that changes the tone of the game when that happens. And that's what you want from your linebacker. You want him to punish people when they get the football so they asked themselves, where is number 34? And, and he did that in just a heck of a game by him. And we needed that from him playing the triple option uh, football team in Cisdardale.
0: All right, another guy that that we noticed, you know, the headlines this year went to Brevin Allen, and rightfully so, Defensive Player of the Year, Preseason Player of the Year. But you know what? When they're double and triple teaming him on on the one side, you've got another defensive end that's special as well. Josh Johnson, he really took advantage of them paying attention to Brevin. That fourth down stop on drive two by Johnson, I thought that was a turning point in the game.
1: It was. And when we talk about start fast, Chris, our thing is, we want to score three out of the first five drives. We want to do defense. We want to go four for four where they don't get any touchdowns. And, and so they was able to do that because of what Josh was able to do on the football field. And he was changing the game. Big time plays, fourth and two. That's a big time play right there because they was driving yep. again to try to put some points on the board. And, um, you know, um, Josh was able to um, get in there. Make the play in the backfield, and it was all him. It was all effort. It was all um, determination that I'm going to make this play, and he was able to do that. He was he was in the backfield all night long. They tried to reverse, and he knocked it down. Uh, big play there, you know. Caused a couple of fumbles. This guy was all over the football field.
0: Yeah, and, and and also who was all over a guy that you even you even hid from us a little bit, Paul <laughs> Hudson, the big true freshman in the middle of things. Come on, coach, nobody <laughs> saw him coming.
1: No, nobody saw my man P3. That's what we call it. <laughs> um, so he got he got a nickname, and so when y'all see him, the man in the middle, that's what that's his um, nickname from Virginia, and um, this guy uh, is quick, he's fast. Um, you know, strong up the middle, and um, it, 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 he's going to be some trouble because, like you said, he's only 18 years old, and and um, this guy's going to get better and better and better um, and, and made a lot of plays in the backfield. You will continue to hear his name throughout the season.
0: I mean, you told me when we talked the last couple weekends, those stars make a difference, and <laughs> what you notice about a guy that comes out of high school, especially – down low and on the line as a three star you haven't had guys that you have been able to as a freshman I mean heck even a redshirt freshman you've needed to get them into the weight room over a couple years this cat was ready to go week one
1: <laughs> week one he came on campus Chris and he was making plays <laughs> and we like oh we got to play this guy yep. um and you know he was he was a backup so he, he went from you know 14 to to the second team, to the second team, to the first team, and he's starting the first week, and now he gets to go back home and and, um, play in front of that crowd in Virginia this weekend. And, um, you know, this this kid is special uh, for our football team.
0: You have uh, ha- have so much depth in the secondary as well. I want to point out Aaron Maddox because he's a guy that you pointed out. Of course, w- when he came here, you've done such a great job of getting FBS transfers to, to 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 come to your program and to and to come in. You said you know he he wasn't really comfortable last year with everything that was going on, but he has all of a sudden turned into a leader and he really showed up. He was all over the field as well,
1: all over the football field. Um, he he kind of reminded me of that guy that played at Pittsburgh. <laughs> who's, a, you know, got a gold jacket and yeah. played safety. I think he was number 43. I think, I think that's what his number yeah. was. Yeah. But, but, but anyway, this guy was flying around just like Troy. Yeah. And, um, man, I just really enjoyed watching him play. And me and Coach Whedon were sitting there watching. I, sh- I showed him a play. Aaron Maddox had. It was the first play of the game. And this man flew down. Knocked the man out, and Coach Whedon, being the offensive coordinator, couldn't believe it. was like, man, you guys playing like that? Because, you know, he ain't paying attention in the game. <laughs> He's he looking at his sheet, yeah. uh, getting ready for the next series. And um, so he was really enjoying watching Aaron Maddox make plays. But you're right. He is the leader of the defense. He communicates. Everybody on the football field knows him because he's talking every play. Yeah. And if you're in a secondary and you're safety, you have to communicate, and he's been doing a great job with that of leading this defense to another level.
0: A- an amazing defensive performance. The final score was 29-10, to 10, but but really, folks, it was a late touchdown when some of the uh, third and fourth stringers were in. So, so So this is a Campbell team that limited – this uh, this Citadel team, one of the best rushing offenses in the country year after year after year. In a cu- over a couple of decades, they've been in the top 10 in rushing, limiting them to 35 rushing yards in the second half, and really uh, just three points on that first drive of the game. Okay, I I, I, I promise we'll get you Coach Whedon, but but, but we're excited <laughs> to talk defense. And then something that I know you'll be excited about too, special teams mm. were special, Coach Caleb Dowden, your Mercer transfer Three for three on field goals. He's the Big South Conference Special Teams Player of the Week. He hit from 36. He hit from 31. He hit from 26. Tell me about, which was, I know, a big recruiting priority, Mm. getting a field goal kicker. It seems like you certainly got one.
1: Well, let me give a shout-out to Coach Williams because Steve Williams is the one that made that happen. I told him at the end of the year, Coach Williams, look, you got to go find us. A kicker um, that can compete and win the job and kick it like no other, <laughs> and he was able to go do that. So you got to give him a lot of credit because he went all over the country <laughs> trying to find one. And uh, man, we lucky that we got Caleb um, to come here and really just—I mean—he took it from day one, and you knew he was special. And um, man, three for three, um, man, perfect day. In the first week you come, you the Big South player of the week. That's yep. amazing.
0: Yep. Campbell just three made field goals all of last <laughs> year. They were three for three in game number one. All right, joining us to the left as well, he is the brand-new offensive coordinator but has been a coach in this program for two years in Anthony Whedon. And right before we go to the break and we'll come back and talk a whole lot of offense, Coach, the most impressive number of the many impressive numbers you guys put out, this was an offense that scored on on five of your first six drives six of the first eight what went so well for your offense as you look back at that first game of the season
2: well our quarterback man did a great job um just commanding the offense from jump Uh, he prepared himself and you can see him being a field general out there Um, along with our offensive line being able to play behind them Um, You know, we just did a good job of being able to run the ball, control the game, and, you know, put ourselves in good situations to score when we got down in the red zone. So uh, that start goes out to Hajmalik for, you know, being a good field general and then the offensive line for setting the tone um, of us being able to run the ball up front.
0: And that's a, a good tease coming up in the second half hour of this show. We'll have QB1 Hajmalik Williams here along with uh, Big Mike, the man that protects uh, his blindside. But coming up after the break, more with Coach Whedon. We'll break down a fantastic offensive performance as we talk about Campbell's first win of the season. That's coming up after the break here on Camel Call Live.
3: Hi Campbell fans, I'm Christy Yarbrough with Remax United. Thinking about buying or selling or know someone who is? Let me help you make the right moves. It's important to work with the right agent with local knowledge and cutting edge experience. I can help ease the pains of the buying or selling process by guiding you through the steps. Whether it's connecting you with the right lender, home inspector, handyman for those undone projects, staging and prepping your home for sale, or helping you find the ideal home that fits your family's needs. Visit my website for more information at chry.remaxagent.com. Go camels. I told her I wasn't gonna do it. Hey. Here
4: you go, ladies. Oh, I got one
2: sprite and one high seat.
3: Thanks, but we didn't order these.
2: Compliments oh. to the gentleman. Thank you. His mom reads him right.
0: Get any size soft
5: drink for just a buck right now at McDonald's.
0: Since 2019, the Fighting Camel Club has funded championship-level facility projects such as the EECS Athletics Complex renovation for camel soccer and a new strength and conditioning space inside Gore Arena. This fall, your Fighting Camel Club donations will fund a new sports medicine facility, a new locker room for women's basketball, and a new digital media lab for athletes to work on their personal brands. Providing championship resources for Campbell student-athletes. That's the mission of the Fighting Camel Club. For more information, go to GoCamel.com and click on the give button. The double quarter pounder with cheese, fresh off the grill, cooked when I order it, and not a moment
1: before. And juicy? Hey, listen, I keep my napkin game up because I'm not trying to have this
6: drip on my drip.
0: Hey, welcome back to downtown Lillington as we are at the... County Seat Sports Grill will be here live every Monday night through May from 6.30 to 7.30. We want to see you here, but if you can't make it, listen to our live stream of this show on GoCampbells.com and the Varsity Sports app. Alongside Campbell head coach Mike Minner, it's our brand new offensive coordinator Anthony Whedon. And, and coach, when you, when you think about this offensive performance, so many things stand out. But Brian Barr, the veteran here in your stable of backs, 19 carries for 107 yards. Your entire running game was great, nearly 200 yards. What, what was going so well for Barr?
2: Uh, Barr was just running hard, man. Um, and he has all the tools in order to be successful, uh, be a successful running back. Um, but the key was that he put in the work this offseason, Man, he did a, he, it was his best um, uh, from from him, from what he said. Um, just uh going out there being able to put the work in and at the end of the day man that's what showed um he was able to run behind the, the o line that we put together um he did a great job of finishing runs and um he he showed great win throughout the game as well because again we do play up tempo and uh, we was able to leave him out there and uh you know his 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 um his success was just off of the work that he just put in
0: Yeah, five-and-a-half yards per carry. Uh, Lamage McDowell doing what he did. He's a battering ram for you. He was five for 36 with a touchdown. Deontay Jackson, before you were here, he was a guy that was buried on the depth chart. On the defense, and 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 Coach Minner might have a little bit more insight on this, but but how did he go from becoming buried on the dump uh, on the depth chart on one side to really being your kind of second or third go-to back? He he, he had some great carries in the game.
2: Yeah, D Brown is, is the is the person that you need to credit for for his success. Yep, um, running at, backs coach. Yes, exactly. At the end of the day, man, uh, these kids just need somebody to believe in them. And so, Coach came in, gave him a clean slate, and he was able to go out there, man, and, um, you know, showcase his skills. And as you can see, man, he, you get in the open field, he's a great, he does a great job of just uh, – we call him just because that's what he brings to our offense. Yeah. Um, and so, when you have bar who can go in there and, you know, uh, get defenses, tire him out, then you got LaMaje to go in there and to be able to punish them. Um, Juice is a great back to be able to go in there as a changeup. Uh, just just to say, man, there's not going to be any drop-off in for us to, you know, just continue to go out there and be successful.
0: Uh, obviously, on your, on your wide receiver core, you, you had a lot of good guys coming back. Caleb Sneed, a, a, a huge hole to fill. He got filled a little bit there by a 6-5 transfer out of Iowa State. Ezariah Anderson, four catches, 65 yards. And, and, Coach, this was somebody that was recruited from Oregon. He was recruited by Missouri. He was recruited for Iowa State. You can see why with his size. What were you impressed with him?
2: Super impressed. I'm super proud of him, too. Ezariah came in um, in the summer, and he, he just got locked in with the guys right away. And at the end of the day, that's what you look for. When kids come in from other programs, you know, how much do you, you want to see them buy in? And he bought in right away, uh, not thinking that he was bigger or better than anybody else, and Dad showed up on Saturday. Um, it was his coming out party, and to be honest with you, man, we really feel like he's just getting started. So um, just being in that role of being the number one receiver, Um, Him getting comfortable by playing drives back-to-back. Again, he did get burned at Iowa State, um, but just to be the feature guy is a a little bit of a difference. So um, him coming here to be that feature guy, man, I I couldn't be more proud of the performance that he put out. And, you know, I think the best is yet to come with that one.
0: Your balance was fantastic by the numbers, 175 yards passing, 198 yards rushing. When you look over your offense as a whole – did you like the balance?
2: Yeah, we love the balance. You know, of course, uh, we wanted to be able to finish off drives a little bit better. Um, Caleb being, um, you know, the special teams player of the week. Hopefully, that, that doesn't happen again because we're scoring touchdowns. But um, he, uh, again, I, we did love the balance. Um, that's what we wanted to do. If we can run the ball, then we're going to be hit. We're going to run the ball. We're not going to stop running it until people stop us. So, um, you know, looking forward to. Um, Just continue that balance and continue to to ride the hot hand, whatever that may be. If it's running the ball, we're going to run it. If it's passing the ball, we're going to pass it. So uh, being able to have that balance is is really good for us.
0: Last year, of course, you were an offensive coordinator. It was a different regime here. You were the wide receivers coach, but uh, it was an offense that had trouble in the red zone. In that first game of the season, six for six on your trips in the red zone, you're, you're, you can't do any better than that
2: no doubt um getting down there uh that's the big thing we wanted to make sure we got down there uh and then um now we're looking to make sure we come out with uh you know just points and so um again from day one caleb being on campus i told him man i'm your number one fan yeah um and so um he, he bailed us out a couple of times and you know i guess you could say he just did his job and the other times um we ran the ball well you know, Hodge had a play down there where you know I was just like the fans. Oh no! Throw, throw it away! Throw it away! Yep. Oh great! That's you. <laughs> uh, you know, being being yep. the magic man that you are. And so um, you know, uh, we're looking forward to getting more opportunities down there and just continue to getting better and coming away with you know m- more points whenever we do get down there.
0: Yeah, and a uh, and a Malik Williams uh, running touchdown that was called back mm-hmm. on a holding call that was 10 <laughs> yards goodness. in the end zone. We yeah, can talk about that. Everything else went well. <laughs> exactly. So, you know. Exactly. You know. You know. Okay. All right. Now, now, Coach Minner has has never told me anything that wasn't true on, on purpose. But, but, but when I ask him, I'm like, I'm like, so, so, Coach Whedon, your wide receivers coach, he's your new offensive coordinator. How did that happen? <laughs> and he tells me that well, you you did so good in, in in a game, calling up a couple of plays that that worked, that that was uh, what he wanted to see. He believed in you, and he gave you the job. Well, what what's your side of that story?
2: <laughs> you can say at the end of the day, inside of our profession. Uh, the best coach makes in-game adjustments. Yep. And so, um, I, one, I'm, I'm super thankful. I'm grateful for him being able to uh, see the work that I had put in and being ready for that moment. Um, but um, my side of it was, man, I'm simply just doing my job, um, just trying to make sure I see him as team successful. And my my first year being on the staff, I just wanted to make sure I gave it, you know, gave it to the guys. And, um, you know, for him to be able to see that, man, is nothing but a blessing. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to make sure that, you know, we make, we make it a, a good year.
0: How was it, your, your first game up there?
2: Man, well, it was – well, actually, I'm, I'm down on the field. I like that's the right, field that's energy. right, down, yeah, on yeah, yeah, e- down on the field. Yeah, i down on the field. Even
0: tougher, I would think. To uh, it's
2: it. Again, we train every day, yep. you know, just, just for these moments. So, um, it was fun, man. It was exciting. At the end of the day, we want to be able to put our kids in the best positions to be successful and to watch them have success. That's the reward that we get from it. And so um, – Going, like you're saying, having that hot start and looking them in the eyes and being able to say, man, guys, this is what we want to continue to do. This is the vision that we had to be able to go out there, um, score, you know, six out of our first eight drives. You know, that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to be able to, again, finish that a little bit better. But um, hopefully that is a gauge for, you know, what's to come uh, week in and week out inside of our offense, inside of this program.
0: We are with Campbell first-year offensive coordinator Anthony Whedon after the 29-10 victory. His offense scoring on six of the first eight drives, and really you you just ran out of time and and, and ran the uh, clock out at the end of the game, or it would have been more than that. When we talked earlier in the week and and earlier in camp, you talked about this is going to be an offense that can change speeds, but you want to start fast, breakneck speed. That's how you trained all during uh, the offseason, all during the summer, all during camp. How did you think the tempo went from what you thought it was going to be and what ended up happening?
2: I think it was good um, just because, again, we want to be able to control, you know, the tempo. We want to have control chaos. That's what we say. And so at the beginning of it, um, for our first outing, man, it was a it was a good starting point. Now, we want to be able to get better. We want to be able to snap the ball with, you know, uh, 30 seconds left on the clock. And um, we're, we're continuing to do that goal, and we want to be able to get better as the season, you know, unfolds. So, uh, great start, but, you know, we're just getting started. That's That's for sure.
0: All right, when we come back after the break, we're gonna shift gears a little bit and talk about Campbell's first road test of the season. Campbell takes on a William and Mary team that took down FBS Charlotte over the weekend. We'll give you a preview of what's coming up in Williamsburg after this. This is Camel Call Live.
5: Planning a tailgate? Then it's bow time. Bojangles has everything you need for the perfect tailgate, no matter how many fans you're trying to feed. There's the original tailgate, the super tailgate, and for a really big crowd, the jumbo tailgate special. And if you like your chicken off the bone, choose the Supreme's tailgate special that includes 12 perfectly seasoned tenderloin fillets. So grab the tickets,
0: get that Bojangles tailgate special, and go. It's bow time. Thanks to donors like you, the Fighting Camel Club provides championship resources for Campbell student-athletes. Over the last three years, donations to the Fighting Camel Club have helped fund facility enhancements and coach-driven projects that have pushed the Fighting Camels to win 27 conference championships. For more information on how you can donate to the Fighting Camel Club, go to gocamels.com and click on the give icon. The Fighting Camel Club, providing championship resources for
4: Campbell student-athletes. Better ingredients, better pizza, better brace yourself because Papa John's has done it again. Introducing Papa Bowls. No crust, just a whole bunch of those Papa John's toppings you love baked to piping hot perfection. I'm talking crisp veggies, savory meats all covered in melty cheese and those signature sauces. Try flavors like Italian Meats Trio, Chicken Alfredo and Garden Veggie or get creative and build your own. Papa John's.
0: Well, welcome back into Campbell Call Live Live from downtown Lillington. We are at the county seat Sports Grill. We'll be here every Monday night from 6:30 to 730. Hey, Campbell is on the road this week, then the next then an off week, then back home. The next time you'll get to see Campbell at home, October 1st versus NC Central. It's another 6 o'clock game. You can secure your tickets for the remaining four home games for just $110. Go to GoCampbells.com or call 1-877-GO-HUMPS, and you can secure those for the final four home games of the season. But a big road test. Campbell going out of conference, of course. William and Mary will be a uh, conference foe starting next year, but this is a William and Mary team. Heck, we knew they were going to be good at the beginning of the season. They were picked to finish near the top of the CAA, which is a conference Campbell will be going into and usually puts three, four, five, six teams into the playoffs, but this team currently ranked 20th in the nation in the FCS stats poll after they dismantled Charlotte, an FBS team 41-24. to 24. Oh, by the way, the second FBS team that got beat by a CAA team this week, Delaware, took down Navy 14-7. to seven. We'll, we'll talk about how tough the CAA is going to be. We'll get through the Big South this year. But, Coach, Mike Minner, who, who is here with uh, offensive coordinator Anthony Whedon, Coach, what do you think about this William & Mary team when you look at them on tape?
1: Wow, that's what I think. I mean, these guys are really good. I thought they was really good last year. Chris, they can run the football, man. And any time you can run the football, that means that you can win a lot of football games. I think they well coach. Of course, Coach London does a great job with these guys. And um, you can see them coming on last year. You can see them getting ready to turn the corner. They got three running backs that, that you know, they are elite. They got a quarterback, a couple quarterbacks that can really run around and, and, and make some plays with their legs. Um, they great in the pocket, so they're able to get it to their receivers. Um, when you look at the Charlotte game, they was pounding the ball down their throat. man. I mean, this is an FCS team pounding an FBS team, and they ran the ball at will. And, and when Charlotte came up, they was able to throw the ball over their head for big plays in the passing game. And so, you know, their offense is really, really good. And then you look at their defense. And, and you know, that defensive line that they have is um, it's elite. And so, you know, Big Mike and, and, and Haj Malik Williams is going to have um, a hard time, um, you know, getting ready for this defense. So, um, man, this, this is just – they solid everywhere, Chris. They, they solid in the special teams area. Um, and that's just not me just talking, just to be talking to yep. another team up. Um, the, these guys are where they're supposed to be, ranked in the top 25 as an FCS program.
0: Darius Wilson is one of those two quarterbacks that they play. He gets the majority of the staff snaps. He passed for 237, two TDs, no interceptions. He also ran for, for 71 yards. When you have on your team a dual threat, Is it any easier at all to prepare when you're facing a QB who's a dual threat?
1: I think so, because you get a chance to see it every day. So it's normal. It's not something where you got a pocket passer, and that's all you see during camp, and then all of a sudden you go against a guy that can run around and make some plays with his legs, um, keep drives alive with his legs, and be able to throw the football over your head. And so we saw that every day with our quarterback and so yes Chris it does help our defense um when you're going against another guy that's just like our guy at quarterback and so man we look forward to it it's going to be fun never been there um to to their stadium and um you know I know it's a beautiful campus and it gives us a chance to see you know what what the new future yep. Um, conference look like. So we, we excited about the opportunity um, to, to play a top 25 team on the road. Man, you, you, you couldn't have drew it up any better than this.
0: It, it, is this really going to be something, you know, us from the fans and us from the outside looking in and say, hey, this is going to be a good test to see this is what the CAA all about. Again, this is a team that could contend for a conference title. They'll probably finish in the, in the top third. Will you use this when you think about next year?
1: Absolutely. I mean, because they are the top of the league. Um, they they in there, and I don't know if they they might win it based off the yep. win against Charlotte. I mean, they, they destroyed Charlotte like they weren't even out there. You you don't do that to an FBS program with 85 scholarships. If you're not a really good FCS football team, and you look at Delaware, who be who be Navy? I know Navy was struggling because they can't cut nobody, and that's triple option and um, Delaware was able to take care of Navy with that. So you got two great programs right there, man, and, and we're going to get a chance to you know, knock some heads with, with one of them and, and, and see what the CAA is all about and, and see what the top 25 is all about.
0: We'll go a little more in-depth here on that defense that, that, that you talked about, Coach Minner, with our uh, OC, Coach Wheaton. And, and, Coach, when you look at their defense on tape, what stands out for you?
2: Uh, the defensive line, man, they are, like Coach, Coach um, Mint said, man, they are stout inside uh, with number zero, number nine, number 99. Uh, again, it's, it's, it's not a often where you look at uh, tape and you're saying, okay, man, we got to be prepared for these guys. And so that's something that we're saying. Uh, we're looking at them, and, you know, we're super excited at the opportunity to be able to play yeah. um, a team of this caliber. So, um you know, just, just, just like we were, you know, watching them on Friday, you know, watching them on TV and looking at them and saying, like, man, you know, uh, these guys are a real deal. So uh, we're our guys are preparing for it. Uh, we're excited about it. And, you know, we're just ready to uh, see where we're at.
0: What changes game plan-wise for you going into this game opposed to taking on the citadel defense
2: well at the end of the day it's all about the, the players that are on the field so it's all personnel driven so at the end of the day I want to make sure I put our guys in the best uh, position to be successful and so um, whether that making another wrinkle in the run game or making another wrinkle in the pass game uh, whatever it takes and so um, you know I don't want to give away too many details uh, but we're gonna go out here and we're just gonna put our guys in the best position to be successful
0: Coach Whedon, I appreciate you, you you being here. We've had good conversations, but um but, but the next time you come on a live podcast, you can't outvoice the host with where'd you get that voice, man? Come stop on. Stop that, man. Stop
2: that, man. At the end of the day, man, I'm just here.
0: You're <laughs> offensive coordinator. You're supposed to be horse and everything nah, like not that. At man, all, that's, man. A, that's a great radio voice. after a long, long coaching career. Mm. You got to you got to spot in radio, man. Okay, I got you. Got you got the man. chops a, for it. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: You got I'm to a, look for it. Uh, oh, okay. Code.
2: Look, right, <laughs> keep it up, all right? <laughs> lucky we are in front of people right so uh, they can't see us so we're good man i'm excited um i enjoyed being up here man and um i uh, shoot hopefully we can come back and do this thing again
0: he's coach Whedon. he's coach Minter. when we come back after the break we'll talk to qb1 haj malik williams and one of the big guys in front of him that is uh, protecting him in big mike edwards plus we'll give away some stuff Coming up after the break, we got Hajj and Big Mike after this on Camel Call Live.
5: Since 2019, the Fighting Camel Club has funded more than a half dozen championship-level facility projects. This fall, your Fighting Camel Club donations will fund several new projects, including a new Gore Arena sports medicine facility. For more information, go to gocamels.com and click the Give button. Thanks for supporting the Fighting Camel Club.
3: Hi Campbell fans, I'm Christy Yarbrough with Remax United. Thinking about buying or selling or know someone who is? Let me help you make the right moves. It's important to work with the right agent with local knowledge and cutting edge experience. I can help ease the pains of the buying or selling process by guiding you through the steps. Whether it's connecting you with the right lender, home inspector, handyman for those undone projects staging and prepping your home for sale or helping you find the ideal home that fits your family's needs visit my website for more information at christyy.remaxagent.com go camels
5: planning a tailgate then it's bow time bojangles has everything you need for the perfect tailgate no matter how many fans you're trying to feed there's the original tailgate the super tailgate And for a really big crowd, the Jumbo Tailgate Special. And if you like your chicken off the bone, choose the Supreme's Tailgate Special that includes 12 perfectly seasoned tenderloin fillets. So grab the tickets, get that Bojangles Tailgate Special, and
4: go. It's bow time. Better ingredients, better pizza, better brace yourself because Papa John's has done it again. Introducing Papa Bowls, no crust, just a whole bunch of those Papa John's toppings you love, baked to piping hot perfection. I'm talking crisp veggies, savory meats, all covered in melty cheese and those signature sauces. Try flavors like Italian Meats Trio, Chicken Alfredo, and Garden Veggie, or get creative and build your own Papa John's.
3: Step into a quality home you'll value for a lifetime, perfect for your family at every stage. Mattamy Homes focuses on what you value most, with different designs, styles, and finishes crafted to work within your budget. That's why we're ranked first in quality, value, and customer satisfaction. But we don't just build homes, we create communities with instant appeal and enduring value. See what we're building around Raleigh, places you'll be proud to call home. Visit MattamyHomes.com and see for yourself.
0: welcome back it is camel call live we are live from the county seat sports grill the county seat located just 10 minutes from campbell's campus if you go over the cape fair river and up the hill you'll find us at the corner of Front and Main Street. It is the place to go for food, for drinks, a great place to watch the game, more TVs than you could ever want. And we will be here every Monday night for Camel Call Live from 6.30 to 7.30. Quite a treat here, our first uh, student athletes to be on the show now on its uh, third episode. And we got a couple of good ones. They make the Campbell offense go. He is Haj Malik Williams, our quarterback, and Mike Edwards. THAT PROTECTS HIS BLIND SIDE, HE'S LEFT TACKLE. AND WE'LL START WITH THAT, BECAUSE HASH TALKS A LOT, MIKE. ALL RIGHT, SO WE'LL t- we'll START WITH YOU. <laughs> TELL ME ABOUT THE OFFENSIVE LINE, ONE OF THE BIGGEST, ONE OF THE BEST IN ALL OF FCS. WHAT MAKES YOU GUYS SPECIAL?
7: MAN, i JUST SAY, MAN, WE'RE REALLY TOUGH. WE'VE BEEN WORKING ON THAT. WE'VE BEEN PUTTING A WHOLE NEW OFFENSE IN THE TEMPO. MAN, WE'VE BEEN, DURING THE WHOLE SUMMER, BEING WORKING ON TOUGHNESS, AND WHOLE OFFENSE IS MOVING FAST. Um, even our twos, man, everybody's ready. Everybody working.
0: You know, in that first game of the season that you guys did your job and then some, I, I know whenever the offense does well, that's something. But the fact that you guys ran for almost 200 yards, what was it like in that first game? What was clicking for you guys in the run game?
7: I'd just say we was dominated. I'm, I could play. Me personally, see, I wasn't even... It just felt like muscle memory. I wasn't even thinking. I was just, we were just driving, and we was all the way down the field by by the time I was seen it. So, that goes with the toughness, honestly. We was just dominating. I feel like we was dominating the whole entire game. You guys talk about, or the running backs talk about the stable of backs,
0: and it seemed like whoever you guys had in there, Barr or McDowell or or Deontay Jackson, it was the same kind of result. What do you think about those backs that you have uh,
7: behind you? And they're really good. I really feel like I can trust them. Um, they know how to make the backers miss. So as long as our offensive line holds on to, like, five people at least, they can make anybody else miss.
0: All right. He is uh, Mike Edwards, and he is the, the big left tackle on that big offensive line. And now we'll bring in the man that he protects and opened up the holes for, Haj Malik Williams our quarterback. Hajj, when you look over your offensive effort, you guys scoring on five of the six, first six drives, six of the first eight, what sticks out to you on your offensive performance?
6: Um, Efficiency, you know, uh, coach made it big and a vital point throughout camp, but going against our defense of how efficient we want to be. You know, we break the huddle every week on 30 for 30. And then that just have more meanings than one of, but basically just every time we go out there, we want to make sure we execute at a high level. And um, it was a great feeling to know that, you know, that the first game of the season is nothing but a representation of your whole summer workout. So to see our first drive of the year and with six points, you know, just let you know all our hard work has contributed to everything and the success of everyone. So, you know, it was a great feeling to see that.
0: Haj, you, after such an injury plagued year last year, you played in four games, you were healthy for maybe uh, a a half of those how do you feel and how did it feel to get out there fully healthy for the first time in a long time
6: um i feel great you know better than ever um i've been working with coach des you know he's a ga on the staff you know been coming with a lot of new workouts to help make sure i'm fulfill you know every part of my body and make sure i'm you know healthy and stand on the field that's the biggest thing but you know to your to your point man it was very emotional you know a very emotional week you know i've had nights while i'm you know crying just out feel excitement, though, you know, the joy, you know, when the game is taken away from you, you have to reflect and, and you know, lean on your brothers that's close to you, you know, and um, I feel like last game, you know, after the win, I went back on the field just to appreciate the moment because, you know, uh, it's not promised, so I'm just grateful for the opportunity to go to the good and the bad, you know, the, the hard days and the, the glorious ones as well, so I feel like that game was just a, a, a glimpse of what we were able to do, but uh, nonetheless, you know, it was a blessing to be out there.
0: You were able to come into this program early and establish yourself not only as a, as a starting QB, but as a leader. But I know when we have talked, especially going through the struggles of that COVID year where you only played four games, you did very well against FBS opponents, but it was only four games, and then being hurt, you really haven't played a lot of football over the last two years. But I know you have told me that, that you have concentrated as well on your leadership. How do you think your leadership is right now and and, and what does that take to be a leader and an even better leader than you've been before?
6: Mm, It it takes relationships, really. Um, Being a freshman, you you think just the yelling and the leaning by example is all you need, but it it really takes getting to know a person because anyone can tell a person, you know, hey, foot behind the line, um, uh, you know, all the correct mistakes and whatnot, but it takes a real leader to understand to – Build a relationship with a person understand why they think the way they think, why they move, what gets them going, what gets them to be the best them. And I feel like that's the step that I've taken this this off season. you know, being able to step back because you it, it takes them the person to slow down. You got to remove yourself from the situation, analyze the, the relationship for what it is. I feel like that's the biggest key to being a great leader. Um, and that's what what we built on. So offensively, as a team, you know, we have many sacrifices. You know, we are uh, – Numerous of us cut our hair, you know, in the summer. So I feel like just things like that. But it, our face value, that's not easy to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it takes you to really realize that, hey, this person next to me that I'm playing with, that I'm playing for, it's it's a lot of love in that. And I feel like that's the biggest thing
0: to being a great leader. You talk about cutting your hair. What was what was that all about?
6: Um, it was something temporary. You know that that we can we can show each other that we're committed versus a, a guy just saying yes. I'm. I will play every uh play hard for you, I will go hard, you know, and that everybody's gonna say that, but what really shows that other than we don't wanna wait till the game to show if a guy's really locked in or he really wants to win, we'd rather see it now, so we you know we all cut cut our hair to pull to one another like man, there's nothing I won't do for our brother, and then you know it it led to a win to twenty nine to ten you know what i mean and, and I feel like those biggest things is understanding no matter what we go through, we got each other so
0: your offensive line one of the biggest in all of fcs they look toe-to-toe with the fbs teams that they've played over the last two years and you can see just that man on your left a a good guy having to block your your blind side tell me about them and and what a what a special group they are
6: they do not get all the credit that they're owed um from the media which is fine you know we don't do it for them but you know, the real people, the real uh, analysts, the real scouts, everyone knows. You know, when we have these NFL scouts on our sidelines, you understand why Mike is invited to the recent senior bowl. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no question. So I feel like we don't get all the um, awards and whatnot or notoriety that they deserve. But nonetheless, you know, they're, they're making sure everything gets protected from in front of them and behind them. So, I, I mean, I can't ask for nothing more
0: what kind of relationship do you have with them not only personally which you can talk about but also technically you 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 have to work as one unit what does that take and what does that involve
6: and again you know being that they're so important to my success i have to build a relationship way outside of football you know so making sure i go to their house communicate with them how they feeling just outside of football because life is real you know and in this game you kind of think these Massive guys are just superheroes or whatnot. So let me just take, take the time to really say, hey, bro, how you doing? You know, how you feeling? You know, outside of, you know, Big Mike, how is Michael Edwards doing? You know, and I feel like those are the biggest things to do because while we're in war on the field, it gets grimy, it gets ugly. So I, I have to have those guys to lean on to make sure they have my back, which I don't doubt at all.
0: Mike, what is it like having a QB with his talent but then his, his leadership off the field as well? What is it like having a guy like this um, – that you're protecting, that's behind you?
7: i say it's really important. Um, I was actually one of, the, one of the only dudes that really, like, come visit me and stuff because I had a lot of mental challenges um, this year. I haven't – I don't think i played a full season of football yet, so that was really getting to me, and I was having a lot of setbacks and injuries, and um, I really took the time out to understand me, and they're like, stuff like that makes me want to take pride in protecting him on the field and making sure he's all right you guys
0: have to work uh, in step
7: as an offensive
0: line. And you guys,
7: as, as I always say,
0: y- people that don't know football don't know that the offensive line, those guys are the smartest guys on the entire field, football-wise, because you have to know every play. You have to know what the receivers are doing. You have to know what your quarterback's doing. You have to know what your running back is doing. Talk to how much you guys have to study and what you guys have to know to, to make a play happen.
7: Man, we got to... It's like... <laughs> I would say like an hour of film every day, going, you gotta know like 100% details to do what you gotta do on the line. It's not, it's not hard at all. I mean, it's not easy at all. Uh, I really um be looking up to Tylan McClellan because he's really technical and he knows everything, detail to detail. And I've been all uh, trying to work on that this year, but um, it's it's a lot. It's a, I would say it's a lot though, for real. Uh,
0: and then you guys off the field, too, uh, whether it's meals or locker room, you spend so much time. And you guys are a smart bunch, but also a little bit of a goofy bunch, too, when you've been around. To, to Talk about you guys all off the field and the time you spent off the field as well.
7: Oh, we spent a lot of time off the field. You know, we got a little group chat going, so we'd be goofing around a lot. Um, Really, I think that togetherness really comes from us being big boys and (laughs) us all struggling together and conditioning and stuff. I think that's how, like, every O-line across the country is uh, so close. You know, we struggle together, we fight together, we're in the trenches together and all that.
0: All right, just to talk about that, with this offense that wants to snap the ball with 30 seconds left on the play clock, you guys did some major conditioning. I know you lost something like thirty pounds, which for a big fellow like you, that's a lot. Talk about what it took to get you guys into shape to run this offense at breakneck speed.
7: Man, it was it was not pretty at all. <laughs> it took <laughs> oh shoot me personally. I was struggling. I was probably um, I and mean, then back the tired time. Finally got right though. Um, I actually lost four percent body fat since last year. Well, that's a lot of work, <laughs> especially for just a summer. Yeah, and I know. I know them boys are feeling it, too. No
0: doubt. And Hodge, when you see your offensive line doing something like that to sacrifice, as you said, to 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 get ready and get into condition, what does that mean to you and the rest of the guys on the offense?
6: I was just thinking about that question, too. Uh, no, uh, seeing those guys really uh, strain. you know, I feel like those are the biggest things. So when they look back and say, hey, hey Haj, I need this play, you know, it's no question that I got to make sure I execute for them, you know, because I see them going in and out, you know, it's easy for a QB to, you know, complete an 80-yard pass and to get tackled at the one. Everybody's cheering, but they don't really realize that we're trying to snap the ball in 10 seconds. So Big Mike got to run 80 yards to get down, you know. So yep. th- and actually look at the mic point and understand his details. You know that takes a lot of skill. So you know what they what those guys do are is none the less than spectacular. So. Uh, they're very appreciated, and I feel like what we did in the offseason and how they proved they're, that they're tough enough to do it, I feel like that's going to lead us to
0: winning a lot of football games for Campbell. We're talking with our QB, Hajmalik Williams, with our left tackle, Mike Edwards. We'll get back to them, but first we need to give away a couple of things. First of all, the ticket giveaway for tonight. Every time you come down to the county seat, we got something to give away. So get your tickets out. These are for uh, four tickets to an upcoming home game, 7-1-1. 595 711 595 All right, we also have for our wonderful season ticket holders that are here, it is officially quote unquote the start of football season in fall so we have a a, a couple of nice uh, beanies for you. For for the caps 711 580 711 580 we got a couple of caps <laughs> And then still looking for the ticket Seven one one five nine five. We got them as well. Okay, um, back to talk about the, the we've talked about the success and and how the offense was was really clicking. A huge challenge, William and Mary. You knew they were good when that game was put on your schedule last year. But but fellas, what can you tell us ab- about the defense that really dominated an FBS team beating Charlotte over the weekend?
6: Um, they're a great team, you know. Uh, we we understand that the it's a step up, and you know that's one of our things for this week is is leveling up. So, but we made it a a point to not really worry about the opposing team, worry about us, you know what I mean. So with everything that we do, uh, making sure we are leveling up, you know. I told the guys like if you didn't clean your house, uh, but one time last week, do it twice. You know, if you drunk one cup of water with your dinner, drink two. If you put 225 on the bar make it 230, you know with everything you do it football is a lifestyle So with that being said with this game coming up, man We don't really want to make it more about the opposing team, but more so about us, you know So it's making sure that we do everything better than what we did So enhance every detail because we know we're good enough, you know, we know we're a great football team So it's not like we have to get worried or anything or do anything outside of ourselves to make sure we um, Execute and contribute to a win. We just got to enhance our execution.
0: Mike, when you look at this big defensive line, what do you see and what are you guys going to have to do? What are the challenges against William and Mary up front?
7: Um, to me, I don't really see anything special. I know that they're way more physical than a Citadel. So I would say, like I said, level up. man. We got we to gotta show that physicality through practice and way more than we did last week.
0: Mike, you live up to your stature. You are not a, a, a afraid of anybody. Take me back to when you were transferring to Campbell. So started start of your career at Wake, coming here at Campbell. Why Campbell? Why this place? Why Bowie's Creek, where you've really found a home?
7: Um, well, first, I was recruited by um, Coach Adams in high school, because um, our high school had a week-long camp there. So I already had a little bit of recognition to Campbell. And also, um, it was close to home. I'm from Fayetteville, so I was really thinking about that. I hate I hate being uh, far from home. Um, well, first I met Mint. So, Mint was a um, really good head coach. Because, um, you know, way different from Wake. Kind of was like, I would say they're like robots over there. So, everybody over here at Campbell is like a family. We yeah. were real, real close, try getting to know each other. And I know uh, Coach Mint has a lot of, um, connections with the league, so I thought this was my best shot at getting to the league the year, and be here.
0: And you year. have scouts are coming to, to 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 see you and some others, so so it has been successful. What is it like getting that kind of that kind of recognition and having pro scouts come to look at you? Hmm,
7: I mean, I'll say it's honestly kind of scary because um, me personally, I never really thought that I would be that guy to actually be making, especially with all the setbacks and it's really rare for a dude to get DQ'd and then get back in the football and just be straight dominating. So it's like, man, I'm really, this is really it. <laughs> no doubt he is
0: uh, Mike Edwards and he is the left tackle on this team. All right, all right, Hajj. Finally, we'll talk about the challenge of, of William and Mary. We, we have set that out, but going on the road, always a challenge. Take me through what things happen on the road that you have to either put out of your mind or you have to fix or you have to do differently than you do at home to come out of Saturday's game with the W.
6: Um, other than going to a, a new environment that, you know, a lot, football makes you go to cities that you've probably never been to, so that may be uncomfortable for certain players. Um, you're sleeping in a hotel room. Um, a lot more meetings uh, than usual for a home game. Um, and you know, the biggest one is just in a hostile environment. You know, we're going to a, a great um, school, you know, that has a rich history and whatnot, so you got to make sure you're focused and locked in and understanding that, hey, they're going to have their plays, the crowd is going to get into it, but the biggest thing is that we get back to center and make sure we execute at a high level. Um, staying together, you know, they're going to make their plays, like I said, um, and I feel like the championship teams are the ones that are able to bounce back. So whenever they get their, their good plays in, we got to make sure we recalculate, regroup, and refocus.
0: A crowd that's going to be heavily against the camels you're the quarterback so you're the one that they'll know their name of you're the one that they have that have the focus on what is it like when a uh when an opposing crowd is is in your ear
6: it's tough you know you you get distracted i can't lie but i feel like we're prepared you know this is kind of the same old line that we had from 2020 you know but it was in covid so we didn't really have the, the crowd impact, but we played against great competition on the, as far as D linemen and players go, and that's really all that matter. You know, it's the eleven that you're going against. Crowd has some effect when it comes to communication, but as far as execution, they they can't. It's not like they're another twelfth person. So understanding that, man, it's it's about the eleven on the field. Make sure we beat our make sure we beat our guy when our one on one battle.
0: They are two of the best on an offense that got off to a fantastic start. The 29 to 10 victory they will take on the road and try to take down William and Mary out of the CAA. He's our quarterback, Haj Malik Williams. He's our left tackle, Mike Edwards. Fellas, thank you so much for stopping by.
7: Yes, sir. Thank you.
0: I'm Chris Meyer saying so long. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for coming here today. We will be here next week at the county seat, Monday at 6.30. But this Saturday night, 6 o'clock will be on the air at 545. Audio coverage on GoCampbells.com and the Varsity Network Sports app. Campbell at William & Mary coming up this Saturday. So long, everybody.